Hello, and welcome to A Pint of Cthulhu. Come, take a seat, grab a pint, and enjoy our new season, A Pint of Cthulhu, where we will be playing D&D 5th Edition. That is Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition. I will be the Dungeon Master for this run. And we will have our normal cast members of Matt, the old GM, you know, the worst one, because I'm clearly better. What are you on about? What I mean, none of us want to um, play with your cornhole, shall we say. And we'll have Cap. Because she's going to Kool-Aid man the bushies. You burst her way through them. Start swinging. Jay. Dwarf, dwarf lady. Sneaky. Gotta get the goblins. And Cartman. Upon ex- inspecting this tiny hole, I think I know what could fit in this tiny hole, Squire. A rabbit. <laughs> so, take a seat, grab a pint, and enjoy. Hello and welcome. And before we continue any further, Cartman, is your audio working? Yes. Is that Okay. All right. All right. We, we want to make sure. We want to make sure for our listeners are at home. Start. Yeah. Great. Great one. This is how I wanted to make sure it starts because for listeners are at home, this is the second time we are recording this because someone forgot to record their audio, uh, aka Cartman. Um, but hello and welcome to the Pine of Cthulhu. You guys find yourselves in the Iron Flagon Inn in the great city of Neverwinter, located in the Sword Coast region of the great country of Faerun on the planet of Toriel. This is known as the Forgotten Realms in Dungeons and Dragons. Now you all walk in and I'm gonna kinda go with a different order this time, go a little bit differently. I'm gonna start with Cartman. Cartman, introduce your character and how is your, what does your character do walking into this tavern? So yeah, so my name is uh, Viney Canacock. Uh, uh, extra pass, just so that you know. Um, I'm a Arakorak, a bird head with some wings on my back. I'm Arakoka. That's the one, Arakoka, thank you. Um, I'm an acolyte, so religious. Um, um, and yeah, I'm a pretty, I'm just a wanderer at the moment, and I find myself in, you know, approaching uh, Neverwinter, looking for work, and let's see what's about. Now, you've you've been called here by by a, a dwarf named Gundren Rockseeker. Um, how do you know Gundren? And how would it Gundren have approached you asking for your help? Well, in my travels, I've come across a few um, dwarfs, and they've to- they've told me about uh, Gun about about his, about this, this dwarf guy, how he likes to drink and and um, indulge. So I fancy meeting him and see what, um, if, he, if he needs anything done work-wise and uh, help him out. And explore the um, the fine world I've, I've seen myself in after years of um, preaching in the temple. Yeah, those are definitely the type of people that I go and ask jobs for. You know, he's been known to drink. So you know what? I'm going to go ask him for a job. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, just for everybody knows, uh, as well, he's an Aarakocra, but he's got the head of a chicken. Um, so he's we act we kind of make fun of him. He's he's chicken man. So, but let's let's move on to the next one. Cap, let's start with Cap. Cap, introduce your character, and how would you know Gundren Rockseer, and how would you come into this tavern? All right, it's backstory time. 
deep in the mines under Mount Wombo there lived a dwarf. Now this dwarf was unlike any of her kin. She's surprisingly large and muscular, even in comparison to her male counterparts. She's also considered by them to be an imbecile. She goes by the name Gertrude, at least that's what she thinks her name is because that's what everybody calls her. She doesn't know that in Mount Wombo folklore, Gertrude is actually the name of a baby-eating golem. She cares for very little but seems happy in her work. She mines all day and spends her nights in the tavern and fight pits, using whatever money she has made to eat, drink, gamble and fight until she falls asleep. Then she starts her day all over again. She frequently comes away with more money than she, um, than she spent. Noticing how happy she was punching people, her fellow miners gave her gauntlets to work with rather than the usual axe. Then she just, just beats her way through the mines. And they try their best just to stay out of her way. As with most things, she cares very little about her appearance or her possessions. Her clothes are just repurposed leather straps, hand wraps, foot wraps, a leather skirt, um, a hair tie to keep her ginger curls out of her face, and the rest wrapped round her massive chest. Unfortunately, Prince Flumbo, the Mount Wombo mine owner, he came upon hard times. He ran out of money and stopped mine production, making all these miners redundant. Uh, Gertrude now wanders the land, seeking out nothing more than coin for food, drink, shelter, and a good fight. Uh, Mr. Rockseeker, uh, being a friend from work, he sought him out. He, she bringes through the door of the bar, nearly taking the door off its hinges, walks straight up to him, gives him a friendly, but a little bit too hard, pat in the back, and takes his own drink out of his hand and starts drinking it herself. <laughs> hey, 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 Gertrude, Gertrude, that's mine. You don't take a dwarf's. Gertrude Twin. need work. Ger Gertrude can have work. It's why I called you, but you don't take my drink. Oh, thank you are, Gertrude. Gertrude wants drink. Gertrude, I'll order you one. Bartender, another poison serpent ale over here. Alright, Gertrude, mm, sit down. Thanks, Rockseeker. We're still waiting on a couple more people. Just sit down. Just sit down. Okay, gosh. Alright, and then I think it's a great time to introduce Jay's character. Jay, go ahead and introduce. And how would you know Gundren Rockseeker as you can, and how you would walk into this tavern? So, through the door of this tavern, you see a slouching, but still seven foot tall, Furbolg come in muddy feet and grass dangling through his hair. This is Furby. He's well known to the locals as uh, that weird fucker who hangs around in the woods. And he knows Rockseeker pretty well because the guy keeps trying to mine shit in the woods. And Furby chases him out on a regular basis. They've got a kind of friendly half-animosity going on. Furby's not adverse to the guy, he just doesn't want him in his forest too much, but he's willing to hear about Rockseeker's plans to go further afield out of Furby's way. So he's going to duck through the doorway, march over to uh, Rockseeker's table, and announce himself. Rockman. Rockman. Oh, oh, oh gosh, how did you yeah. even sneak up on me? I'm oh god. he spits out his beer. Oh, god. Little Oh, oh well up there. Well, speaking of Gertrude, here's here's one of the ones we were waiting on. Please take a play, take a seat, Furby. How's how things been? How things been? Mm, what's good? 
damn bad. Same normal. And Furby's gonna plop down in a chair immediately crushing it. Well, well, not to give too much away, but or may do it may solve that your little conundrum you and I have been having issues with. So let's uh let, let, let's get a little that'll be later. We'll t- I'll tell you about it later. Still waiting on one more person. Now, where is we did have Chicken Man come in. What is he doing? Where's I saw him a second ago. Where'd he go? Yeah, I um <coughs> I didn't mention, but I uh, I, w- I walked into the uh, the bar at the end, and instantly went straight up to the bar and went, "Fucking ah, get me some bread! I need I need something to eat now." Um, and then, yeah, he gave me the bread, chucked it up, chucked it in front of me, and I started picking away. Uh, you see the bartender kind of get stop back, be kind of a little aback at this. Um, just bread, because usually they ask for ale or something like that. And well, obviously they would have bread. Um, they're also a restaurant. Most taverns are at this point. But he kind of just like is a little taken back. He looks over at Gundren and Gundren. And he kind of like shrugs his shoulders when he looks at Gundren. And Gundren just nods his head like, "Yeah, go ahead, go ahead." He he likes bread. Just give him bread. Give him bread. So you know the the bartender shrugs, reaches behind his counter, pulls out a little piece of bread, and just crumbles it up on into little bits and throws it on the counter. Like he's feeding his pigeons. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. And, after, right. and after I finish pecking away at my uh, my bread, every single last crumb, I walk over and I sit uh, by a table because, uh, well, I'm quite fascinated with a seven, with a seven and a half foot furball, and uh, kind of want to know what she, what you know, what exactly one of these things are. Uh, sure, sure enough, it has nothing to do with what happened last time we went through this entire run, did it? Uh- <laughs> if, yeah. if, if you want to know he sat by the counter and then Furbolg had to run over there grab his uh, wrap her arms or his arms because Furby is a, is a male wrapped his arms around uh, Vine and drag him back to the table so I assume this is a you you want to you, you try to learn from your mistakes Hanley? So can what, still what, lift big bird can still lift Yarr. big bird <laughs> so last but not least we have Matt Matt how does Donovan, homicidal maniac, long hop, come into the cabin, and how does he know Dundrick Rockseeker? Well, Donovan... <clears throat> Hell, yes, 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 I'm Donovan, yes, yes. Um, oh, this is worse. Oh, bar peanuts, bar peanuts, yes, 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 bar peanuts. Oh, hey, brock, brock, gundren, gundren, yes, yes. Um, I'm regretting this decision entirely. Why is that? Why is that? <sighs> what? Why is that? I know uh, Gundren from, well, uh, he's asked me to acquire some things for him. Yes, yes. Is this how he's going to talk metagaming? Because I really hope not. No, this is how Donovan talks. Donovan talks like this. Yes. So, so, so Donovan is talking to me, the the, the dungeon master. He's just talking in the air. (laughs) (laughs) Right, so Donovan uh, has been known to acquire things for Gundren in the past. Uh, casually walks in with his slightly elongated lope of a walk as uh, he is a heron gone, so half hair, half kind of viewpoint thing. Um, grew up on the streets of London, yes, a long time ago, but involved in a, a life of crime. Uh, more so to survive than actually to do it, but realised he has a very much good eye for shiny things. And when he sees one, He'll go for it. 
But uh, yeah, no, he's uh, stolen things for Gundren in the past, and he'll casually walk over and go, Ah, oh, Gundren, yes, hello, hi, hi. I'm here, yes. Okay. All right, all right. Well, well, it seems that everyone's here. Great, great. Welcome, welcome, Donovan. Welcome, welcome. Now, hold on. Before we get any further, I need to check my pocket. Donovan, I had a watch in this pocket. Uh, I have no idea what you mean. <laughs> Sleight of hand, 20. Mm. A dirty so, 20. Mm. Yes. So, yeah. Where's my watch? I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. Rockman drunk. Now, I want you to, I want, I want you to know about this about sleight of hand. Sleight of hand is not charisma. Um... You took it out of his pocket. You basically succeeded. You do, you have succeeded with it because if you guys don't know, he's done a sleight of hand twenty. Um, you succeeded in taking this watch out of Gundren's pocket, um, but he knows how to. He knows when he's dealing with you. That's why he said before we get started, I'm gonna check my pockets. So he knows the watch is gone. So because you, you got charisma, you can try. Sixteen. Oh, he's drunk. <laughs> Dang it. Okay. He's very well, you know what? I probably, I probably, uh, I probably, dro friends. I probably dropped oh, it outside. I probably dropped it outside. Okay. Well, anyway. All right. On to the task at hand. Now, I've got you all here. I want to introduce you to my brother, Darden. My other brother, Nundro. You see two dwarves, one very burly, a little bit taller than Gundren with black hair. Now, Gundren's a, he's got a little bit of brown, uh, kind of a brownish, not quite red hair. Because if you guys look on the photo, uh, uh, people at home can't see it, but there's a dwarf with a hammer closest to the photo of the Lost Minds of Phandelver logo. Oh, I uh, see Gimli. Yeah, yeah, basically Gimli. That's about what Gundren looks like. That's not Gundren. It usually is supposed to represent a player character, but that's about what Gundren looks like. He's got red, big old, huge, burly beard, and he's got, you know, long red hair-ish, but he's kind of dark, dark, more of an auburn color. Now, Nundren has a lighter colored hair, but he has no beard. He's got glasses. He's kind of a, he looks kind of like a little, I hate to say this, nerdy, a little bit nerdy, geekier version of his brother Gundren. He's a little bit shy, kind of weaselly kind of thing, kind of like a little mousy kind of, kind of dwarf. And in between them two is kind of looks like a real, a lot bigger, burlier version of Gundren with black hair. That is Tharden. Darden is kind of waves at you, doesn't say anything, and and Nundro, and Nundro goes, "Pleasure to meet you, pleasure to meet you guys." And to Gundren's right, these guys are on his left. To his right is a really tall, humanoid male, uh, and I say humanoid as in he actually is human, from what you can tell, um, in nice shiny plate armor, very out of place with this group of dwarves. And he, and Gundren points to him and says, "This is Sildar Hellwinter. He's gonna he's gonna join. It. He's he's really he's one of my one of my good good friends I met here in, in Neverwinter. Uh, he's gonna help us um, as much as I mean me, Tharden, Nundro are are kind of good at taking care of ourselves. We are just miners. While while Sildar here is an actual warrior, we're gonna we're gonna bring him on. He wretches a little bit because he, he's had a little bit too much of poison serpent ale. So he's gonna." <clears throat> It's gonna take us to take us to Fandolin. Um, but sadly, we're just gonna be riding horses 
Um, we don't really have the we, we don't really have the capabilities of manning our wagon, but we need a lot of supplies. So I went ahead. I'm gonna go along ahead ahead of you, and I'm gonna bring your money for this job to Barthen's Provisions. It'd be Elmore Barthen. He runs Barthen's Provisions in Fandolin. Um, just bring the provisions to him. He'll get everything set up. He has a nice little warehouse. He can store it for me for the time being. I'll give him your pay. Um, each of you will get ten gold pieces if you guys can man the wagon all the way to Fandolin. Uh, that's that's all I ask. That's all I need you guys for. I would. I mean, I also kind of wanted you guys in case you have on have you on standby for the next phase of my little operation. But the first phase of it, I just need you guys to to guard the goods, if you know what I mean. So uh, we'll go on ahead. So. Uh, you guys, uh, I went ahead and paid your rooms for the night. The the owner, uh, Lorana Delmont, which was the bartender that gave the bread, is a is a female. She's a she's a female tiefling. Um, just she's about oh, behind the bar, you know, uh, polishing a glass like bartenders usually do. She says, "Limar, Limar's, you know, she she owes me one, so she went ahead and and she got you guys rooms for the night, um, but." I really need you guys to be on this. Um, I know you guys had a long journey here, so if you guys could leave first thing in the morning, but I I didn't feel like it'd be safe or very fair as your you know future employer, I guess, here to to immediately have you guys set journey, even though you guys just got here. So go ahead and rest up for the night, but I really need you guys to leave first thing in the morning. So Gertrude just grunts in agreement and takes a drink up with her. Supposed to cargo. Sorry, sorry. What, what was that, Donovan? Uh, sorry. What, 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 what's the cargo? It's uh, supplies, you know, like food and stuff. Chinese? It's been. I mean, if you think food's shiny, I mean, everybody needs food, so I guess it is kind of a precious thing. But it's, it's food. So, I mean, eh. I genuinely heard him say Chinese there. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, Chicken chow mein. <laughs> ah, good food, yes. I mean, okay. All right. All right. Well, we're going to go. Um, and so they all four get up, both Nundren, Tharden, and Gundren. I'll get up and Sildar. And they walk out the door. And obviously, you know, Gundren's had a little too much. Now, Tharden and Nundro have had a little bit. You know, they're dwarves, but they're not enough. It doesn't really phase them. But Gundren has had quite a bit it's as if he was having a celebration so he stumbles and he falls and sildar rushes back while nundren uh well tharden and nundro were just like shaking their heads and they keep walking out the door and sildar goes yeah what can what can one of you um can one of you help me to our to our horses i mean uh seems thunder things tharden and, and nundro have kind of kind of bailed on me here can you one of y'all help me carry gundren to our horses i'll get him the rest Very of the way he's well. got to, to the horse Sooner Rockman leave, sooner Rockman And Furby will plod all oh. over, pick up Gundren, and walk, uh, walk out with him at Soldier's direction. Okay. All right. Is it just is it just Furby? Furby can probably pick up a dwarf. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to go out and I'll okay. go right. follow along just out of pure wonderment of a seven foot and a half foot, you know, Furby. Okay, all right. Hey! <laughs> all right, well, okay. So, Donovan, are you going to bed, too? Uh, Donovan's going to raid the bar for some, like, bar snacks, and then probably just sit in the corner and eat for a little bit, and then before going to bed. Oh, okay. All right, well, Furby and, Furby and, 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 Furby and Vine go outside, and right outside is, you know, Darden and, and Nundro. There's four horses there. Darden and Nundro 
uh, I've already gotten on their horses and you can already see them speeding off um, down the trail and um, Sildar is, loaded, is you know helping it was gonna help Furby but I was already assessed probably better just let Furby carry Gundren gets on his horse and and you uh, you put Gundren on his horse and you kind of slap him a little bit you know wake him up and he goes oh, 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 oh gosh go sir my, my bad don't worry don't worry and Sildar looks at you goes don't worry guys I'll I'll, I'll you know I'll uh, I'll take care of him and so they go speeding off so you two you go to bed for the night Yep. yep. All right. All right. Well, it's the break of dawn in Neverwinter. You guys get up from your your sleep in the inn. You go outside, and it's as if magic. Even though you guys were out here just a minute ago, there was, I mean, not a minute. It feels like a minute ago, considering uh, you guys just put him on the horse, went to bed, and that's it. You woke up, and it's as if uh, someone snapped their fingers, and sitting in front of the inn is a two oxen carry loaded and hooked up to a wagon with a bunch of supplies that has a tarp over it so this is the wagon Gundren is needing you guys to take to Fendolin so you guys gonna get on way who is you know this is from smell like red piss last night stank very bad maybe just bunny okay 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 so but- I had scratches in the night <laughs> Again, bunny. Oh, I'm just gonna climb into the back of the um, back of the. Uh, the, the, the okay. I'm just gonna climb right. into the back of the um, vehicle. I can't remember what it's called right now, but yeah, because I'm just gonna. Wagon. The, it's the wagon. The wagon. The wagon. Do I need to reiterate wagon? It's a wagon. Vehicle. You know the the box with wheels. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm getting the back of box with wheels. Everywhere. Okay. Okay, so you guys hey, are gonna be on, you guys are gonna be on the road for a few days, but all I really need to know uh, it's gonna be an, an uneventful few days. But I see no who's what's the order? Where are we at when it comes in regards to the wagon? Like who's driving the wagon? Who's in the wagon? And who's walking alongside the wagon? Furby's gonna be walking. It would be fair to make the oxen pull a giant fucking furball. I'll walk slightly ahead. Quite high perception, you know, good lookout for anything that should be on the road. I'll be in the back of the wagon meditating because it's that time of day again. So, yeah. You know, you really play your character like a cleric. You sure you didn't want to do a, like an air coker cleric? Oh, no, I am. I am a um, acolyte. Yeah. You're a ranger, though. That's, that's different than a cleric. I wondered how you could heal and shit so good. Uh, I'm about to say he really plays this as a cl- you. I mean, which is fine. It's fine to be an act like. I actually like it. It's it's really cool. I'm just saying you play you play it so well. I would have thought you'd be kind of a. It'd be a lot better for you to have been a cleric in this well, scenario. In case I need another character. <laughs> well, yeah, you've done it so well. Just be this image, just a slightly different colored chicken, Eric Okra, as your second yeah. character. Be, uh, <laughs> Next one's a duck. It's gonna be yeah, bi- right? yeah, Biny, yeah. About <laughs> to say this slightly, just a Biny character. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Well. But yeah, no, this is what I'm gonna go for. Then between of a ranger, but acolyte, sort of a roaming, um, roaming, roaming religious man, but it's not afraid to fight. Or like defend himself at least. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. All right. All right. Well. Okay. So, and then what is Gertrude doing? Ah, uh, Gertrude is quite taken by the oxen. She finds them charming and quite handsome beasts. 
Um, she takes her seat in the driver's seat and she drives the carriage while occasionally stopping just to pet the oxen. All right, so I, again, I'm going to read it this time. So now the wagon is now named Minotaur because Gertrude is driving driving this wagon. This is the wag, the great wagon Minotaur. So you want to name your oxen? I, I feel like Gertrude would name her oxen. Oh, what would Gertrude name her oxen? Bill and Bob. Pat and Annie. <laughs> <laughs> Um, she's going to call them Elric and Donnie. <laughs> I love it. Love it. I love it. Elric and Donnie, the oxen. Okay, so you guys have been on... The last few days, you guys have spent following the high road south from Neverwinter, and you've just recently veered east along the Tribor Trail. Now, the high road is obviously really nice, kind of paved. It almost looks like the the paved roads of Rome. Um, in that aspect where it's an ancient road, it's been traveled a hundred times, but it's it's held together. It's very nice. Well, the Tribal Trail is like a dirt road you would find off of any back road, country road, about as wide as one wagon. You guys veer off onto the Tribal Trail, and you've encountered no trouble up to this point on the high road. But in this territory, it can be dangerous. Bandits and outlaws have been known to lurk along the trail. Now, you guys trudge forward. And you've been on the Tribor Trail for about half a day. As you come around a bend, you spot two dead horses sprawled about 50 feet ahead, blocking the path. And about 10 feet past that is two more dead horses. Each has several black feathered arrows sticking out of them. The woods pressed close to the trail here with steep embankment and dense thickets on either side. What do you do? I'd have liked to have said as we were going along... Um... After stealing the pocket watch, I'd like to have tried to have sold it to uh, Furbog or Furby. <laughs> tried hmm. Just gonna ring Metal. it. Hey, okay. Hey, watch. Watch. Metal watch. No, no metal. I mean, metal. does anyone at this point realize that this is Gundren's watch? I mean, considering oh, Gundren. Oh yeah, Furby is a well Gundren Argan, but... Considering Gundren had a whole little stink about it yesterday. So oh, anybody yeah, kind of notice like, this? Do we care? Do we care? Do we okay. care that it's All right. gunshots? All right. Well, uh, just so you know, considering that's a watch that I made up with, it's worth zero dollars and zero cents. I was going to trade it for a few beers anyway. <laughs> beer? Sure. Uh, yes, when oh. we get to a town. Yes, show a beer. Beer. Yes. Okay. Mm. You know, it makes backfire on you, but okay. Good luck. Uh. So no, so obviously Donovan is the first one to kind of discover this, to see this, considering you've already made clear he's he's on scout for this time. So is, so he's the first one to see this. What does Donovan do? Does he signal for everyone to stop, or or what is he? Or does he go up and investigate first? What is what is Donovan doing? Uh, probably quickly jumps back, tells everyone to stop, and yeah. So dead horses up in the head. Yes, uh, stealth probably best. Mm, not too sure who killed them. Black arrows, probably not good. Gertrude just um, pulls in the reins and stops the cart. Oh, and then as you stop the cart quite all of a sudden, Viney literally just falls out the back of the wagon because he's meditating. And uh, <laughs> dumb chicken. <laughs> and then gets up and goes, ah, you know, I, I see the uh, the problem in the road now. Um, and yeah, um, can I slowly walk up the um, dead horses? Because I yeah, I'd like to put a hand on uh, on Viney. Best be stealth. Black arrows, not good. Hmm. Stealth. You're stealth right, good. man. You first. You have a look. 
Can I stealth into the bushes to have a look around? Um, you can. Now, Furby uh... is going to. Furby's gonna walk up, being somewhat unafraid, and he's gonna keep to the woods as well because he likes woods. Okay. All right. And Gertrude just gonna hold it. Are you gonna sit on the cart, Gertrude? Are you gonna take care of the oxen, or? Yeah, Gertrude's gonna sit on the cart, or maybe she'll get off the cart and pet the oxen a little bit. Okay. All right. So just make sure that they're fine. Okay, so the three of you, uh, unlike Gertrude, is, is going to sneak up, or are you just going to sneak along the trail to kind of investigate the horses, or what are you what are you trying to do? Are you, you going to go to the horses, or what? I mean, I'm trying to stealth. I've only got a nine on the roll. So, you know, I am... Um... Wait, are we all going to stealth at the same time, or should I go first? Just asking in general. Bandits on the road, possibly. Mm, should stick to bushes. Chicken man too noisy. Yeah, well, I'm just going to ignore him and carry on sort of just walking up to the, um, to the, yeah. Because I want to have a closer look at these, um, arrows. See if they're, like, you know, see if anything can tell me about the, um, ad- I don't know, the, our adversaries that, that could be ahead. So, okay. slowly uh... walking up this horse about, I don't know, ten feet away now. With your nine staff, Cartman, does that mean every time you walk you're going... Yeah, yeah, and, and, and the occasional Pecks the ground a couple times. You know, I'm not, when I say that's a nine stealth, I mean, like, I'm not like in any bushes. I'm literally just in the middle of the road, crouched down. So, yeah. Oh, you're <laughs> oh, you're stealthing up to them. You're going straight down the middle of the road while the other two of you are actually in the bushes. Are you both on the, the same road, side? I'm not or? like walking down. I'm just I'm, I'm like, you know, half crouched walking towards the um, towards the um, horses. I'm about 10 feet away from them now. So, right from there. Here's what I'm going to do. Give me one look. I should have done this before, but uh, we'll do it later on at some point. I wish I... Is there a way, any way you can do word art on here where you can just draw the map? Uh, uh, kind I, of. Okay. But either way. Either way. Okay, so... Uh, if, like... If, if one of you guys want to help me, kind of help me with that and kind of figure this out. Um, am I only the GM like, able to do it? One minute. Okay. You know what I mean? Carry Especially on, Okay, all right, so I'll go ahead and explain what's going on. So, uh, Cartman, uh, have Vine roll a perception roll for me. Perception, sorry, uh, I'll put that here. Ooh. Oh. Um, yeah, well, that was okay. Nine. Sorry, okay. Six. Six. Oh. Yeah, just six, because it goes... It, it goes ahead and adds your pl- your modifier. So that's why that four is red because it's actually a nat one plus three. So, um, you but you know, I'm gonna say, you know these are horses, um, and you know that, I would say with just the six, all you can tell from looking at these horses is that, uh, the saddlebags are empty, and the map case and the leather map case is empty. And that's it. You don't know anything else about these horses. Okay. Well, can I um, start plucking the arrows out of the horse and have a closer look at the arrows? Maybe I, maybe I can figure you know, out what, you know, who made the arrows. I'm going to say, because it's pretty clear you guys know what's going to happen. I'm going to say, considering what it's gonna, <laughs> you guys are going to do, just go ahead and do a stealth, another stealth roll for me. See if you stealthily take these arrows out. Because, mm, okay. Can you guys see what I'm looking at? Oh, 
Yeah, I can see the map. Dead horsey. Um, so, as you, you did a stealth one, didn't you? You actually, even though you guys can clearly see on the map and you guys know what's going to happen, um, you somehow still succeed in stealthily drawing all these arrows. And I'm going to say you get five arrows. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now there's only two horses on the map, but I've already kind of done a little retconning of the fact that, you know, this is also, we're just going to say, uh, even though you had a horrible perception roll, you do know these are Gundren and Sildar's horses. You can tell this by looking at them. You also went out with Furby to put Gundren on his horse. So you actually recognize these horses. These are the horses. And two horses ahead are th- presumably Tharden and Nundro's horses. So, okay. so can yeah. I then, you know, after discovering that these horses were these people's horses, can I turn around to Dominic and say, hey, these horses are... The, um, are from the dwarves last night. I wonder okay. what happened to them. Now, as soon as you say that, now you just said that out loud, so the stealth yeah, is yeah. out the window. So, coming from your City left, you guys are coming from the north, so I'm gonna... You guys come from this direction? Can you guys see my scribbles? No, I cannot. Yeah. Oh, no, I can. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna say the wagon's here. Oh, yeah, I see. Where Gertrude's here. We've got, it seems, Donovan is over here, I would say, right? And Furby, are you with Donovan, or are you with... Are you on the other side I'm of the road? I'm with Donovan. You're in front of him? Uh, I'd say I'm about, yeah, about in front of him. A little, like a tiny, tiny bit. There? Yeah. Okay. And, and Vine is here. Because he just pulled out the... Vi- so, from your left, Vine, comes a goblin with a scimitar with a screaming battle cry and goes and behind him is another goblin with a short bow from your right you also hear another war cry and there's another one with a scimitar and a bow behind him so four goblins have entered the fray roll for initiative oh wow 30 20 on initiative and actually, I needed that. Seven. Oof. A six. Yeah, only with an eight there. That's not good. <laughs> oh, slow-moving vehicle coming this way with Furby. I suppose it makes sense that we're only rolled an eight. I'm sitting petting the oxen at the moment. Okay. Oh, man. Carmen got a 20. Hold on. Give me a second. I've got to get my dice. I ain't going to roll four... I'm not going to roll four times. I've just started this point, said screw it. I roll once and they all have the same initiative because it never fails that I roll for all four of them and they're all right next to one another. What did you just place on my map? I'm trying to get the best accurate kind of things for per character. Oh, yo, you got Furby's naked little butt on there. Or is that a goblin? It's a troll, but it's the best I can find on here. Valid. So... Cartman goes first, then the goblins, and then. Hold on. Uh, what did goblins get? Goblins got 11. Mm. Let me write down initiative order. And. Okay, alright, so what does Vine do, Cartman? Okay. So there's a few things here because of my race and how I'm deciding to play him because he has got a chicken head. So my character does have flight. I don't think that's quite right flight. I want 
expect him to like just do like a a large hop or a flying hop well 30 feet max so or I, I could hover to like 10 feet for a few minutes it's essentially my limit on that one I don't want to fly around like crazy <laughs> um, so I'm gonna um, jump up into the air and I'm going to try and fire a longbow shot at one of the um, bow men Okay, sorry. I'm also <laughs> replying to Jay in the chat. So you fire your bow at the one on your left. You fire. Which one do you fire at? I apologize. You said you uh, pull out your bow and you shoot one. Of which the, one? Um, other bowmen. The bowmen. Okay, the one on the left or the right? The left. The left. Okay, so you're gonna about, you're gonna hit this one. Okay. All right. All right. So you rolled and you got a seven that does not hit. They have an armor class of thirteen, so you have to basically hit. Mm. No, they have an armor class of fifteen. Yeah. Wow. So you guys got to hit a hard roll. That's technically hard. Anything 15 over is a hard roll. You have to hit them hard. They also are very small, too. That does kind of explain. They're very nibbly. They're very agile. They have leather armor, and they... Now, the bowmen do not have shields, but the, those with the scimitar do have a shield. So... Okay, so now, essentially... Uh, and obviously, I jump back to about where the wagon is. It's, it's what I'm saying as well, in my movement. Okay. All right. So you jump back as a. So you, how far back do you go? Well, I got I got flight. So I think what I mean. I want to do sort of like a jumping, like a large sort of flight jump, um, like a Superman jump. Superman jump. So about ten feet back. Yeah. 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 Essentially out of the way of the um, of the goblins because I don't want them right in front of me. Okay. So I have thrown your chicken backwards, as you can tell. You are now right back next to the wagon next to Gertrude so you and Gertrude are about 10 feet away from the goblins so they're not real far ahead of you um you know they're not too real far yeah. they're within running distance easily and where you can get to them and attack within one turn but it's also you got to think about exactly but they can also run to you and attack you within one turn so just let you know but then will I have a chance to dodge being like it's 10 feet hmm you can now be if you want to play that we can but also wrong, but we'll see how it goes yeah. when you get to attack i think yes yes we can do that because i have been very lax because technically every time you guys jump back out of the fray um i can have one of the scimitar goblins especially one that was right next to you um do an opportunity attack so every time you like try to run out if you try to use a movement right next to an enemy they can do an opportunity attack, um, is what they can do. So they can actually get a, a attack in on. It's like a free bonus action. So there is that too. I want you guys to know that. Okay. So, all right. So that's that is Vine's turn. So you missed the goblin. You know he just kind of sidestepped your arrow. Um, that really pisses off that goblin. So I'm gonna go with the goblin that you fired at is going to fire at you after you just jump back. So what's he gonna roll? What is he gonna roll? Well, let me pull up the goblin again and oh, he critted. He absolutely crit failed. So, Wait, what? <laughs> he, 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 the first one is a, a red five. If you guys can see, uh, no, you guys can't. No, you guys see can it. see my rolls. He crit now. failed. <laughs> he rolled a he rolled he rolled a nat one uh, with his with his bow. So I'm gonna say he misses entirely because the way those two goblins are lined up. In between him and you is one of the other goblins. And he hits that goblin in the back. So we're going to go... How do you roll damage for this thing? 
It is 1d6 plus 2. Okay. I gotta free him these. See, he does 4 to He hits the E, literally hits the arm of the, the goblin in front of him. And they go, ah! He turns around to the guy that just shot him. He goes, what? Gundren, st Gundo, stop it. Stop it. God. Damn it! Oh, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell the boss about this. Oh God! We're on the same side. So they are pissed, and I'm actually gonna say that that's enough that it really pisses off that goblin that just got shot, and he's actually going to uh, back up and nurse his wounds. He's not even gonna attack this turn. He's pretty pissed. So now we're gonna go down lower. Oh, the ones on the right, the ones closest to Donovan and Furby, except from what I can tell, Donovan and Furby actually both passed their stealth checks. So these goblins don't even know Donovan and Furby are there. So the one in the back, the bowman is also going to fire at, um, at Vine. So we're going to go ahead and do another roll. That is a 16. What is your... Armor class. Vine. Armor, it's a uh, 13. Oh, that hits then. Okay, well, we're gonna do 1d6 plus 2. Ooh. That's 7 damage. How's your health looking, Cartman? Free. <laughs> I'm about to say, do you have 10? Okay. So that's a mortal. The healing as well. It's almost a mortal wound. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, so. Vine gets hit and it gets an arrow. I wouldn't even say in the shoulder because gosh seven damage It's almost like you just got hit almost square in the chest almost enough that it missed some vital organs, but you're not doing too good You're not doing too good. That's for sure All right, and the one with the scimitar is going to run at you. He's about 15 feet away, but his movement speed is 40 so he can get to you. He's gonna run up and he's gonna swing his scimitar at you vine now is he running past gertrude yes he doesn't know gertrude is there we're, we're well well gertrude's behind him gertrude's behind see if you can see like oh, okay. the, the thing here um here i got i got the free right okay yeah, yeah yeah this goblin right here is gonna run at uh you know vine so gertrude's technically behind vine so okay I'm gonna say if they get close. Do we not get an attack of opportunity? That's you can. Past you. That's why I was asking. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. He's, uh, he's well. He's running up to Gertrude now. He is running past. Yeah. Well, this Furby. is happening. Gertrude's still in the cart getting our going with the sun. Okay. So he is running past Furby. So I will uh kind of in a way of saving Vine. Furby. I'll let Furby get an opportunity attack roll if she wants. Yep. Absolutely. Furby's gonna take a great club smack and see if he hits it. You crit failed. Fuck your great, that one. God damn. Crit failed your great club. So, you know, I could, as a crit one, I could do a lot of rude, but I think the most fitting way is that that counts as your attack roll. Does that seem fair? Because the opportunity roll is supposed to count as your bonus action. I would say with the crit, the punishment would be that's your attack roll. That's my turn. So all yeah, you can okay. do is move. <laughs> so, um, but. You did succeed in stopping this goblin. So you stopped him in his tracks. I would say you've definitely surprised him because you were in stealth. You've surprised him. So he's not going to do an attack on you, but you did stop his attack. But 
He's not going to stay there either. He's going to literally, he just saw a giant seven foot tall Furby come out of the freaking woods. How on earth he did not see that. I, he has no clue at all, but he's going to run back and he's going to run over to here. So this goblin is here. So that goblin is now behind the horses. There's horses in between the, all the, he's in between the horses. There's, let's just say, let's go ahead and say there's a horse right here. And there's the other horse right here. He is now in between the horses. So. I only have free health left. <laughs> Which health do they have? Seven. They have seven health? How much damage did I do to him? Oh, he did four damage. So he has three. That one has three health. Can you guys see my changes? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's weird. Okay. All right. So. All right. Now it is. Then the goblins have had their turn. Wait, no. Have I? Oh, yeah, they did. Okay, yep. All all four goblins have had their turn. Um now it is Gertrude's turn. Ah, Gertrude. Okay. So Gertrude's gonna jump off the cart then. See and get into the fray. Basically she's just gonna go for the first one that's closest to her. Okay, well, that would be... So, do I have enough movement to get to it and hit it? Uh, yes, I think. Oh, it even has feet, too. Perfect. Okay, well, uh, what's your movement speed? 30? Um, 25. 25, okay. So, you can get to one of them, yes. You can get to the one to directly to your left, that one. Is that you with the arrow? Excellent. Yeah, I can, I can see it. That's grand. Yeah, I want to go for that one at the side, and she wants to just take a good run and swing at him. All right. All right. Just smack him straight in the face or wherever with a Got it. Like a little gauntlet punch. Perfect. Oh. Yeah, so with a seven, is that good enough to hit? It's a 15 armor class. All right, okay. So, so, this, um, uh, so this goblin just expertly dodges... Like, well, oh, I mean, no. he did have plenty of time to see her coming, I suppose. She, yeah. <laughs> that was a 25 foot run she took at him. Yes, I would say the, yeah, the surprise is gone now at this point. So, definitely, um, he's watched you run 25 feet directly to him and he dodges out of the way. Now, I would say, being an archer, he doesn't just sit where you're at. I would say his way of dodging is he moves back a foot. Um, God, you're, Gertrude's freaking huge. She blocks. He moves back. Is pretty big. <laughs> yeah, her figure's huge. Matt, how do you how big do you make this damn thing? Oh, there uh, we go. Just trying to get it so people could see it. There you go. Yeah, Gertrude sized. Yeah. That's so big he made it. Let's make these at least a little Is it my turn now? Yeah, there we go. You guys can see all your characters, right? Okay, yeah. so that's fine. We're gonna leave it like that, because Jesus Matt, you made first thing is you made Furby enormous. What she is. Yeah, he is, but seven foot tall is still not t- is a medium creature still. So yeah, just so people could see it, it's more easy enough. Okay. All right, Donovan. Yes, it is Donovan's turn. What is Donovan going to do? Well, Donovan sees the uh, happening going off. I'm going to go for the one that's by the. I think I should be able to roughly get there. Yeah, thirty foot. I'm going to go for the one in the middle. 
So the one with the grey horse. I'm going to try and get it with my short bow, though, from the bushes. Okay. Which would be a sneak attack, if I'm not mistaken. It is. It is. It is a sneak attack. They have, do not know you were there. So You'll have to remind me how that works, but short bow away. Yeah, what? 11. You have a way of showing me your sneak attack, right? I think, because you did do it before. Yeah. Uh... Uh, beginning of the first level, you know how to strike subtly. An extra 1.1 DC. Yeah, damage. if I hit it. It was 11, so probably not. You did not. You did not. So you don't do a sneak attack. But I hate to say you do lose your sneak attack bonus because they do know. Well, no. There's an arrow that just came out of nowhere. But I will give you. I'll, I'll sadly. You do not lose your sneak attack. I'll give you a choice. Since mm. they now know there's an archer in the trees. They don't know where, though. Would you like to keep your sneak attack and. But you're gonna have disadvantage on your next attack roll. Would you prefer to lose your sneak attack and you keep it the way it is? Uh, I'll leave it up to uh, you because I think either would be fair. Because they down know there's an archer. An arrow just came out of nowhere and missed them. So they know there's an archer firing at them. Uh, although if people are within five foot of them, it doesn't. Uh, don't use finesse range weapon. Don't need advantage on their attack roll if another enemy is. Another enemy of the target is within five foot, so I don't think that would actually get a disadvantage, would it? Well, I was the only thing what would logically make more sense to me, but hey, if you, I'll leave it at you. You can keep your stink attack then. Mm -hmm. Okay. Go. Yay. All right, on to Furby. What is Furby going to do? I thought you said I'd used up my turn. Uh, you can move though. You moved, uh, up, you moved up your attack turn. So. I'll try and move forward a bit to try and distract some more from the chicken so he doesn't get You try and get in the way of them and the chicken man. He's yeah. about to die. So I'll move down a wee bit. Okay. To about here. Okay. You see the little blue circles. Right there? Yep. Alright, you are right next to one of the archers. All right, and now it goes back to Vine's turn. What is Vine going to do? Vine is about, it seems like 30 to 40 feet away, 30 to 35 feet away yeah, uh, from the nearest goblin. Yeah, I'm going to crawl behind the wagon because I'm like super hurt right now. I've got this arrow sticking out of me. I'm going to try to um, medicine my wounds. I think because the wagon was right here, I believe, is what we kind of unanimously said, right? These rows. <laughs> These rows. Oh, wow. Okay, well, you fail uh, at healing yourself. Um, <laughs> yeah. You want to tell me how you fail at healing yourself? Because I'm a little perplexed. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> how uh, you would do such a thing. <laughs> this is how I'm going to play it. So, uh, I, um, so I've got this arrow sticking out of my, on the side of my body. Uh, I'm like, okay, so I'm going to try to remove it. And as I try to remove it, it snaps, and the arrowhead stays inside my body, and I'm still slowly bleeding <sighs> out. So, <laughs> yeah, oh, that's nasty. <laughs> Have fun, guys. <laughs> I'm just gonna oh, carry on bleeding out under the under the wagon. Maybe um, you know next uh, next time I'll uh, find something to do. <laughs> I'll get a better roll. Well, good. Our healer's <laughs> fucked. <laughs> All right. Well, it's the goblin's turn now. Um, 
So I'm basically going to start with this one here. Um, because a seven foot tall Furbog has now entered its personal space. Uh, she's going to make a roll on. Oh, look at that. Got a wagon. Oh, my goodness. Okay, well. I'm going to make an opportunity roll on the Furbolg. It's not opportunity. It's going to be its main attack roll, but still. He sees an opportunity to fire an arrow at a Furbolg five feet away. So here we go. Pull this goblin. Da, 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 da. That was 18. The one, the one D six. Wow. Oh, and that is four damage. It's one D six plus two. Okay. All right. And I'm going to move on to this one, which is also going to attack Furbolg. So he comes forward. About five foot. And so it's going to be right there. So both of these are kind of surrounding Furbolg at this point, and they are going to make an attack roll with his, their scimitar. Oh, my, that, is a cr that is a critical hit. Oof. Crit um, damage, okay. Oh, my gosh. Um, that's a 1d6 plus 2. Oh. 3 plus 2, that's 5 damage, right? Yeah, three plus two is five damage. Yeah, but it's a crit attack. How much health do you have? Six. Six left. We're just gonna leave it to five. Jesus Christ. I'm uh, no crit damage. The a critical well. critical attack is double damage though, so that's ten damage. That should have killed. Yeah, you're well. You've only got five, four damage in access. What's your max attack? What's your max damage? Health max health at this level is ten. Ooh, so you got. Now you're incapacitated. You're knocked out, but you're you can do a death throw, a death saving throw. All right. Yeah. Uh, but at, I mean, at this point junction, that'll be on my now, turn. On this encounter, though, it's out. very forgiving. You guys, if you were to all be killed, you do not stay dead. You just wake up. You got knocked out. So you're knocked out. So whatever access damage is over, but you, I'm still gonna have you do some death thro saving throws, to where you can actually, you know get back in the fight should how long this takes but you, this, you're not perma-dead we're not gonna have that first oh, encounter yeah. of the game so <laughs> uh, and then now it moves on to uh, this goblin here um, that's the other one behind the wagon he has got three health he is pissed at his buddy his archer buddy for shooting him so he's going to run and he's going to attack Gertrude and he's going to swing his scimitar. Is that a 13? Did you have a 15 armor class, don't you, Gertrude? 17. 17, damn, it's hard to hit you. Gertrude expertly dodges this from her years of fighting, you know, fighting in the pits and everything for, for entertainment. She's a master gladiator. So this scimitar is- body is a whip. Yeah, this is nothing. This scimitar is nothing to her like it just easily dodges it and it kind of flusters him but also he's got an arrow sticking out of his shoulder so he's equally he's probably in his head it's probably because of the guy behind me is why um, I'm not able to do this so the other archer the one that shot him is going to move forward and also 
attack Gertrude. And actually, I'm looking at this here. These archers um, have scimitars, so it would make more sense that if they were within a couple feet, they're not going to use their bow. They're going to use a scimitar. So he's also going to use his scimitar against Gertrude. And that's a 12. And so he also, just nothing. This getting gang, Gertrude's getting ganged up on, and Gertrude is just, it doesn't even phase Gertrude. Just tanking just all no, the shots. Just nothing. There's nothing for Gertrude. So, and then it moves on to Gertrude's turn. Is she amused by what's going on? She is. She's got a wry smile on her face at this point, and she just starts swinging. Oh, man. You're just going to start swinging. Okay, which one are you going to hit? Top one or bottom one? Okay, well, there's two of them right next to her, so... One is hurt with an arrow. Dealer's choice. Uh, Let's go for the top. Well, unless you want to go ahead and just not get one killed immediately. Yeah, you know what? Maybe just finish off the boy with arrow in him. All right. Roll, roll attack. 12, is that good enough? They have a 15 armor class. So, but at a 12, I'd say he doesn't dodge at a 12. Doesn't expertly dodge. I would say he's kind of a little staggered. Uh, he tried to raise his shield with his, you know, arrowed shoulder because he's got a shield and he kind of blunts a little bit of your blows but it still kind of you know knocks him a little uneasy doesn't do any damage to him but just kind of you know kind of knocks the shield aside um because these guys are right next to her and she's just swinging with her fists and she's not actually going to do any movement after this can i do another swing hmm. you know what go for it I don't usually allow, we usually don't allow movement replaced with an attack roll, but you know what? Go for it. We already have one character down. I'd rather get, <laughs> oh yeah, you connect. Do your damage. Yeah, 18. So that was like a, it was like a jab cross that she did. So the jab just sort of staggered them. Yeah. It's coming in with a cross. Oh, hell yeah. She hits it with an 18. Yep. And I guess I'm gonna have to roll some damage on that one because you said it was 12 for his armor class, yeah? Hey, uh, 15's armor class, you hit him. Yeah, you hit him with oh. the, that cross. Come on, I'm pressing the button here. Ah, there we go. Nine, nine, yeah, nine damage. Oh my God. So yeah, the, the first jab knocks his shield away. The second one just caves his face in. His head, is his skull is caved in and you see a little bit of blood come out of his ears. And he slumps down, dead. Killed one of the goblins. Now, his other buddy is a little bewildered by this. Uh, but kind of chalks it up to, well, I did more of the damage first. Um, why? <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, I did more damage, whatever. Uh, but uh, and then kind of is a little, a little taken back by that. So it now moves on to Donovan's turn. What is Donovan going to do? Donovan seeing the carnage. Uh... A little bit of freak out at the moment, but um, Sonia goes calm. Right. Time to kill. Gonna move into the one that's uh, bothering the Furbog and rapier across its face. Alright. Oh. 24. Roll your damage. That's not a sneak because obviously it's six. Oh, so you've sliced this goblin's face up um you basically take out an eye like it's one of those classic scars across the eye from 
from a, TV. I have a trophy. Across his eye. <laughs> um, you've got that. And actually, this one's dead. Um, how, do you, how do you kill one? Hold on. How do you show one is dead? We're trying to figure that out ourselves, to be honest. Okay. All right. Well, I noticed he got one his health down all the way down. This guy has got his entire face sliced up. Um, he is bleeding profusely. Piece of his chin is hanging off. Like it's just not pretty, but he's still breathing. And on to Furby. Now you're incapacitated. So what you can do is you roll a d20. Yep. Come on, big man, get up. We're not done yet. That's a twelve. So that's a success. It I is a success because it's over up. a ten, I think, right? Yep, but I need to get three to get up. If I get a 20, I get up straight away, regardless. Yep, you get a one immediately. Okay, all right, all right. So you have to, you have to, so you have to pass it three times, I think, three turns? Yes, if you get three successes, three over 10, you get up. If you get three losses, three under 10, you die. Yep, okay. The usual death saves. Okay, all right, all right. All right, so you pass your, you pass your first one. You got a couple more, but so we're going to move on to Vine. So Vine, that is now... Bleeding from a arrow wound. What is Vine gonna do now? The only thing Vine can do, and that is uh, try to sort out this uh, arrow in his body. Yeah, fifteen. Okay. okay, I would say you yank that thing out. You gain one health back out of fifteen. Ah. <laughs> you just hear. Take the time to concentrate this time. <laughs> you just hear a very injured chicken. <laughs> <laughs> from behind a, okay. behind a wagon so so can I do anything else in my turn or is that my role um, I'd say that's your that's your attack but you can move I'd say that doesn't take your movement away yeah probably just stay behind the <laughs> yeah, wagon mate. I'd say it's probably doing much I'll stay where I'm at <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I'll right. stay where I'm at I'm it's gonna wrap up my uh, my bloody wound with some rags from the um, caravan wagon. All right. All right. I'm gonna start with the goblin that is not dead next to Gertrude. That goblin is going to obviously swing at Gertrude with his scimitar. Um. Here we go. Is an eleven? So he misses, or what, what? What would you say happens at an eleven, uh, Cap? What do you say Gertrude does? At, uh, an eleven. Yeah, you have so a seventeen. A so, yeah, he's a miss. Oh well, I mean, it doesn't have to be a miss. Um, say the goblin swings at Gertrude. Um, Gertrude just deflects the blade with the side of her metal gauntlet. Hell yeah, hell yeah! Exactly seems like what she would do. Is she able to counter attack? Uh, no. No, 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 not yet. No, uh, but we're gonna move That's on. Fine. We're gonna move on to uh, down to the goblin that has now his his face sliced up via um, a heron gone. So he's a little pissed. So he's gonna move a little closer. Move up right in front, and he's gonna try and swing with his scimitar. He got a seven. Yeah, I will class fourteen. <laughs> so. He can't see anything. He's had his face sliced up. He had one eye, you know, he doesn't even have an eye anymore. Um, and he can barely talk because his jaw is kind of hanging around. Um, so he just kind of ugh, does, doesn't, re- doesn't even, I don't think he even realizes he misses. So, but he swings and it's a miss. 
So then we're going to go to the last goblin. Going to move up. And is also going to attack the Herringon. So Donovan. So he's going to also pull out his scimitar and attack. That's a 19. Can we touch? Um, do me a dex save. Yes, don't forget I've got lucky footwork. Which means I can We're add lucky. a d4 onto that if okay. it fails. Okay. Uh, will it fail? Uh... At a, at a 10? Yeah. Would a 14 pass? You'd need a 15, so I don't think you would even uh, pass. So I wouldn't be able to do it then. No. So, no, you do not dodge. So I'm going to roll damage. So, which is a 1d6 plus 2. Ooh. He does 6 damage to you. Eesh. So he gets you good. He stabs you right in the side with the scimitar. Fair enough. Half health. Mm, all right. Now it's Gertrude's turn. Yep. Gertrude does the counter attack now. Um, she's deflected the scimitar. She gives him a good old uppercut. Oh. She hits with a twelve. Uh, what's the armor class? The fifteen. Fifteen. Yep. Uh, is there any way I can improve that? <laughs> oh. Um. Hmm. I got here. I don't think there is any way I can do that. It looks like she just maybe, I don't know, she hit wide, struck a tree instead of the goblin. <laughs> yeah, or the goblin small, Actually, you know, could be, could have been just, you Actually, know, she punched the rocks that was right next to the goblin. Shattered the rock. It was like muscle Cause... memory, you know, she, she saw a rock, so she punched it. <laughs> causes five damage, it causes five fear damage to the goblins, watching a rock just explode from a fist. No. Just turn okay. into right. sand. <laughs> Donovan. Alright, carry on then. <laughs> it's Donovan's turn. What's Donovan gonna do? Uh well, stabby stabby. Eye for an eye. The one uh, that got you? The one that hasn't Yeah, I'm gonna take the one that hasn't been hit yet, so the more healthier one. Okay. Oh Oh yeah, you get it. Roll your damage. Ooh. Six. You also do six damage this one. Okay. All right. I'll take that other eye. Mm. You get no, the other guy. Yeah. So now, yeah, now you've got two goblins in front of you with no eyes. I think you've taken all their eyes now. I don't think they. I don't think they even have Can one I eye each. I think they've got no eyes now at this point. Take five foot back just to be on the same side. Yeah, you know what? Yes, because they're also missing an eye. Though they don't even really recognize that you're gone, so uh, they're not even doing nice. opportunity rolls. So yeah, you got back. All right, we are at. <laughs> Furby, do your another save. Yep. That's a fail. That is a fail. Okay. All right. All right. Now, that does that net your save? Do you go back to having need three saves? No. Okay. But if I hit three losses, I still die into five. Okay. Okay. All right. And we're back to Vine. Vine's still cowering in a corner. Yeah. Um, I've managed to find... Chicken man, get up here. ...to finally get the uh, arrow out of my, uh, my body. Um, how many goblins are left? Is it two or three left? There's three left. Two seriously injured, one dead, and then one that is perfectly healthy. And that one's currently fighting Gertrude, so it won't be perfectly healthy for them. Okay, long. okay. So can I um, take a shot with my longbow at one of the um, um, one of the injured ones near next to the bunny rabbit? Or the... you, you sure can. Okay, I'll be roll attack. One on the left. Why not? What is the range of your bow? Oh, um, it doesn't say. 
Not sure what that was. Doesn't say? Okay. Okay, well, it's cool. Uh, six... Oh, fuck, is it 60 foot for daggers or for a shot? Heal for it's, it's really, really, really big, the range for the dwarves. So I got 17 for my longbow shot. Okay. Oh, yeah, you hit him. What is your, uh... Six. What is your damage? Ooh, you... Which one do you... I'm gonna let you pick. Which one do you pick? The top one or the bottom one? Which one okay, do you hit? Okay, I'll, um, I'll have this out. So I, um... I'll stumble up from my uh, my stupor of trying to get the arrow out, and I see that the the rabbit man is struggling with a couple of blind goblins, and so I draw back an arrow. <laughs> I wouldn't say struggling. <laughs> I draw back an arrow and plink, and I literally manage to land my arrow straight in the hole of one of the goblins. And do I get <laughs> in the eye hole that he caused? Oh yeah, in the eye hole. <laughs> oh, perfect. You can hear you can hear off some random voice go go. <laughs> Where the hell did that come from? Yeah, there's sparks and fireworks, miniature fireworks that shoot up from behind him. I'm bending off, but I want to actually start just slowly moving up to furball because I don't know if I can do a medicine roll this turn because I'm taking a shot. But essentially, I want to try to hit him up before they die. Okay. All right. All right. So you moved up. All right. So that is your turn. We are now with the goblins. There is two goblins left. Just real quick, the range on our longbow is 150 regular, 600 with disadvantage. Damn. Oh, so that's what the 150 slash 600 is right below it. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's I was wondering if that was range. ammo or not. I was like, I, there's no way it's 150 I fucking arrows. There's no that, way. No. I, I can't see the range on my one. Okay. Because it says uh, when you rolled it, it says a 1712. Right below it, <laughs> oh. it has a 150 dash 600. Yeah. Sorry, now. So that must be the range. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you could hit anything on this map. Okay. Well, disadvantage on the 600, but still. We're gonna we're gonna stick we're gonna start with uh with oh cripple here, see what cripple does. He is going to attack in the general direction of the Harangon, so he's gonna move forward. Um, and he's going to move forward. And he's going to swing his scimitar and see if he can hit Heron, uh, hit Donovan. He got a seven. No. Yeah, well, he swings and a misses because he can't see jack shit. He's blind as a bat. He's just swinging wildly at this point. And so now we're going to switch to the other one next to Gertrude. And he is also going to then swing <laughs> his scimitar. That is a 22. Sorry, what's happening? <laughs> um, the the goblin next to Gertrude swings at Gertrude and hits hits her for with twenty with the twenty two. I assume, right? If it's a twenty two, yeah, that's a hit. I'm about to say if you're like, no, I've got a twenty five AC. We really need to relook at your stats. Um, <laughs> whatever you got going on, does three damage. Untouchable. So. Nice. That's pretty good for damage. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty high, but it's it's not that high, don't worry. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, three damage is fine. Um, no problem. She's got maybe, I don't know, a cut she can wrap. I would say knowing her with how she's fighting him at this point, she tries to deflect, but it kind of deflects and still kind of hits her arm a little bit, nicks her arm. Yeah, um, something like that, yeah. 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 Okay. All right, so now we are on to... Now, does that enrage Gertrude? Because it's now Gertrude's turn. Oh, yeah, that does enrage Gertrude. And I'm wondering if this will have any effect on it as well, because she's a barbarian class. She does actually have rage. It rage is a oh. factor. Yeah. Why that's... haven't you done that before? Um, <laughs> We're learning our characters. Angry. She, I mean, she, she hasn't actually been hit yet, but now that she's hit, 
She could possibly be a lot more angry. Okay. Um. So yeah. So she's just gonna hit straight back, I guess. Take the damage. Go in for the hit. Wonder what this does. Global damage modifier. Rage. Did you? Do you ken what rage is? What it does? I'm having a look. Click it and we'll see. Uh, it halves all incoming damage when you do it. Sorry? It halves every bit of damage you take. It halves damage? Yep. Okay. So uh, five is uh, uh, six damage is now three. Oh, Two right, damage okay. is now one. That kind of thing. Alright, it really massively increases resistances and stuff like that. Hmm. Yep. So you think this, this triggers her rage? Is that what you're saying? It gives you bonus saying? damage as well. It gives you a bonus action while raging, so I could probably happen twice. You'll but need to rest. Huh? You'll need to have a long rest before you do it again, though. Yeah. So I have advantage on strength checks, strength saving throws. You have a melee weapon when you're using strength, you gain a bonus to the damage roll that increases as you gain levels. So I do get a bonus to the damage as well, because it's a melee weapon I'm using. Yep. Alright, let's turn that on then. So I'm going to click on the page, but what did that do? I just said rage too. Probably just best to say you've raged. Yeah, because I think it's a bonus action, so it's not really something you have to roll to to get to. So you just. So she's angry. Yeah, she's angry. She's raging. It hit her, and she doesn't like the fact that it did that. So she's going to go in for a punch. I'm going to give you advantage, so I'm going to give you that 19. Because I was about to say, with Rage, there's no way you don't get advantage on that. You oh, get yeah, that well, that's 19. what I mean. It does say here the... What does it say? It says you have advantage that's... on strength checks, and it is a strength attack. So, yeah, this is with advantage. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So you get that 19, so roll your damage. And uh, so the first bit of damage will be... <laughs> oh, my God, 10 damage. They have 7 health. Flatten into the ground. You're so mad... The anger fuels up. It's almost as if it's Dragon Ball, you know, where they're like, uh, a, a, like pumping up, and their muscles like slowly pump and flex and get larger and larger. Yeah. Her arm Gertrude gets larger. Gains, like two sizes. <laughs> you can see the muscles in her back rippling <laughs> as it just moves down to her, into her shoulder, through her bicep, right into the gauntlet as she powers a gauntlet through this. Poor Goblin's face. Kame, Kame, right into the rocks that's behind it. <laughs> oh my god. So is there just like a hole? Like a hole where there used to be the head? Like it like it still just has the outline of the head. Face yeah. and a big and a big halo spurt across the across the rocks. A big big circle of blood. <laughs> oh man, okay. She so also that's... is elbow deep in the rock as well that she has to she has to pull herself out from the rock. So there now is only one goblin left. Now he can't see anything. Now I wanna I wanna say this guy probably normally when you kill three of the four, the fourth one runs. Always does whatever he can to run. Now the funny thing about this none. he can't where would he he doesn't know where to go so he basically just runs i would say north he runs towards gertrude because he thinks this is away from uh he's going towards the trail because he's already lost all perception of where um where he is or what he's doing 
Um, now, I only say this because the book tells me that he would run, but to be honest, considering how blind and in a rage he is, I wouldn't even know if he would acknowledge that the other three are gone. So, like, would he even know that the other three goblins are gone? So Imagine him being blind will make him run as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, he would have probably ran the second he got blind. So, but I don't know. He really doesn't know where he's going. So he runs towards Gertrude. That's where I put him. And he can probably, his, his movement speed is, you know, is uh, um, 30. I think it's 40, 30, 40, 30, whichever, whichever. It's, it's past. So he can run past 30. He has 30 speed. So he can. Well, her still being enraged and having a goblin run by her, does she get an attack of opportunity at all? Does she just swing wildly at it or Didn't something? Didn't you have a second um, if he's within... op opportunity to attack with your rage? It does that not. I did, yeah, but no. I didn't need it. Yeah, you can. You can. I'll give it to you. So as this goblin's running by Gertrude, she just fires a, just fires a straight punch out at it. Yeah, I'd say... Well, no, I wouldn't even have you roll. Like, you get advantage anyway, so that's a 19. But I was about to say, even even then, I wasn't going to even have you roll. Because he's blind. He's running. He literally runs into you. <laughs> You're enraged. Like, everything. In, in, this guy just <laughs> turns ten. just turns into, <laughs> again, it's like a, a giant sonic boom punch. And this guy's head disappears. You have killed all four goblins. So, congrats. You finished your first encounter. And, all and you all get 75 experience each for this encounter. All right, 75 experience. Where do we have that? that work? Uh, pretty sure we can. You may just write it down. So are we leveling Ooh. by EXP? Yeah. Um. You level up, it usually level up, it increases your HP. You also get to increase a, a some... Oh, oh, no, I know what it does to, and I'm saying, are we doing, my, we're doing XP and then not milestones, right? The, it is milestone at the moment. Okay, then I don't think we need to I'm just going to put it in my tools here. Just write it. You know, in the tools box, I'll, I'll stick it. It should be above, it should be on your name, let's see. XP. Yeah, well, it's up, fantastic it's up by your name. It's up by your name. You know, like it says Gertrude, Barbarian One, Hill Dwarf, Chaotic Neutral. Oh, yeah, yeah. Experience points. It says experience points. You'll write that in. So Okay, I feel silly now. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. And that basically will tell you your level. So it's not letting me write no, that in. Yeah, I don't think we can do Oh no no there you go. We click ah, above. Seventy five, yeah. Yep, there you go. And then when you change your level, it will literally be um Oh well, okay, cool. It, then, yeah, it already shows that. You can Oh, I've got no um, I, I, I'm still confused, so I'll have to figure that out later. I'll pass the map. The... <laughs> I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and move it for you guys. Nope, Donovan's got it. Gertrude's got it because I did Gertrude's for her. Yep. Now I've got everybody's experience points in there. Okay. So, so with everyone dead, the uh, black eyes disappear and go back to normal Donovan. Oh well, um, should we take a rest? A bit tired. Um, yes, Bunny Rabbit. Let's see what we can. Um we can do um, can we i try with a group hill would you give me that for 16 um, let's see with the let's see with a short rest hold on i haven't seen many as a as donovan suggesting the rest gertrude is just pounding the flesh of one of the goblins <laughs> she's still enraged <laughs> god 
Okay. All right. All right. Um, you have to spend for a short rest. Is a period of downtime at least one hour long during which a character does nothing more strenuous than eating, drinking, reading, and tending to woods. Character can spend one or more hit dice during a short rest up to the character's maximum hit number of hit dice, which is equal to the character's level. I have no fucking clue. Hit dice. Oh, it says the character's sheets show each adventurer's hit dice. Where? It'll be below your HP. Yeah. Oh, you get one hit dice? So you can roll oh, from A to D, I can roll a D. I'm a D10. Yeah, different <laughs> classes have different amounts. So I get six. Yeah, it's it's more class dice. specific. Apparently I have eleven. Gertrude gets a D twelve. Oh plus constitution, yeah. 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 So I mean you can only go back to your maximum, can't you? Yes, you can only go up to your maximum. So back to uh, full. Yeah, so that's Gertrude back to fill as well. So I get free HP from that rest then? Yes. <laughs> my back up to eat. <laughs> All right. She's recharging her health as she's pounding more bits of flesh into the dirt. Now, F Furby is a lot. Now, you're back to... What do you have? As You have a D8, so you have seven eight. health? You have eight. eight. Okay. I have eight, because uh, I have plus two to con, so... Okay. All right, so you got so you got nine health because you did come basically at the end of this encounter you you came back to consciousness so you had one health point back so you have okay, so you have nine health now your current points nine right. so you guys have spent sat for an hour ate drank healed yourself up around the wagon what are you gonna do now carry on down the road uh, I'm gonna I want to finish I want to finish this quest and get paid so well we're not gonna get paid because our employers got ambushed by goblins well, I didn't I know mean, that so I just thought I didn't know. All I saw was two horses. I mean, they, they look familiar. But you knew belongs. I think we, we just carry on down the path and we'll see, see what happens. Okay. I mean, is that real? I mean, is everybody in agreement on that? Does or? Furby also recognize that the horses belong to our employers and their employers must have logically been out? Yes. Yes, because there is four horses and you have known because you brought Gundren to his horse. So you recognize these horses here as Gundren, okay. Rockseeker's horse. Furby's going to try and find... Where our employers goblins are. Goblins have Roxy Gertrude yes. suggests we find goblins. Look for a path in forest. Okay. Goblin forest now. Do a so perception. So try and find a path in the forest. Oh, a perception roll. Mm. perception. Uh, there we go. Fifteen. Jay. Okay, so Furby is oh, looking no. around. I'm trying to find perception. Yeah. Uh, Gertrude's perception's pretty shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're pretty sure, Gertrude, that these horses are dead. Um, yeah, she's, she's, she's figured that out. She's figured out the goblins are dead as well. <laughs> Wait, guys! I think the goblins killed the horses. <laughs> so, so that's. But luckily, Furby had made just enough of a roll. Uh, actually, I made this a 10. I actually made this one 10. It's supposed to be a 15 perception roll, but I made it a 10. So both Furby and Donovan can see that where these goblins came from is a trail going into the woods. Um, and it's been like you can tell there's mo several dozen sets of goblin footprints leading to this trail. And what looks like the tracks of two bodies actually four bodies as you was two before but i, I kind of wreck on this a little bit four bodies being drugged to um down this trail so this appears to be where the goblins came from 
So are we? So what what are we gonna do now? We're going down the trail, we go and continue down the road, what are we doing? Yep. Let's follow uh, the trail. Don't forget the other map too, can you can change over. Alright. Rockman down trail, money with Rockman. Yes, probably a good idea to get Chinese. Mm, yes. Gold. Mm. No more Rockman in forest. No more goblin in forest. Okay. And with that, Furby is going to start marching down the path. Okay, so Mer- Furby's in front. Um, that's this a one-person wide trail. So Furby's in front. Um, who's again? Garcher's going to follow Farb. Okay, right behind Furby. And I'll satellite around just checking for traps and stuff. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So that once you so you have a successful, um, you have a really good passive wisdom test. So that's good. Um, basically, you can spot that about a mile down the trail, um, there is a snare, a foot snare, leading to a tree that was clearly put there so that if you didn't know it was there and you went down this trail, you would get caught and pulled up in the tree. So, are you going to disable the snare? He's going to leave it. Yep. Furby's going to reach out and just snap the snare off its branch. All Not right. Not a terribly big fan of hunting in the forests. Okay. All right. All right. As you go farther down the trail, about another mile or two, um, you come across another one. Um, now, I think, but I would say Donovan's already said he's looking out for traps and his passive wisdom, uh, his perception is like, what, 13, 14? Uh, 13. 13? Okay, well, that's, that's enough. Consider you guys already know that these traps are there, which aggravate me. <laughs> that you guys do. Um, you spot, it looks like it's clearly loose dirt. Like, it, it and you can tell that something's poking out of it. Um, so you just take a stick, pick up a stick, and you hit it real quick, real quick, and it's actually a pit trap. It was a bunch of sticks, you know, kind of crocheted together. Um, it has a bunch of dirt off of there so that if anything of considerable weight steps on it, they would fall into a pit about six feet. So you guys sidestep that and continue on down the trail. About five miles in, you reach a cave. They should already be on the right map. It is on the right map, but I'm going to pull up. Following the goblin's trail, you come across the large cave in the hillside five miles from the scene of the ambush. A shallow stream flows out of the cave mouth, which is screened by dense briar thickets. A narrow dry path leads into the cave on the right-hand side of the stream. Oh, and what do you do? Um, we just, uh, well, Donovan would like to, uh, sneak back into the bushes somewhere just to, uh, Take a look around and uh, see what's going on. All right, you're gonna. Was got to just follow the stream down then, wouldn't you? Just goes up to the stream. Yeah. So, do, so do we see the cave entrance? Yes, you can see it. It's clearly a you know, it's where the rivers come out of. It's a huge cave. Okay. About five. Furby gonna go look. I'm gonna go look, and I'm gonna cast hidden. I'm gonna use hidden step. Gertrude is used to caves. She has a bit of dark vision, so. She's not yeah. particularly worried about this. She's happy just to start walking into the cave. No, 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 no. Dwarf, dwarf lady. Sneaky. Maybe S- golfing. Sorry, say that again. So, dwarf, dwarf lady. Sneaky. Gotta get the goblins. And uh, he's, he's going to turn himself invisible using a uh, hidden step. And sneak into the cave. See if there's any goblins in there. 
Okay. Do you have dark vision? Uh, I don't, but it's the entrance to the cave, so I should be good. Right, so... On the east side of the stream, flowing from the cave mouth, a small area in the briar thickets has been hollowed out to form a lookout post or blind. Wooden planks flatten out the briars and provide room for guards to lie hidden and watch the area, including a pair of goblins lurking there right now. There's two goblins here with short bows. And now that Furby has just wandered into the cave, are aimed right at Furby. Roll for it. Furby's invisible. Oh, Furby's invisible? Yep, Furby's invisible. What did I? Did you guys? What? What? So furbogs can just be invisible when they want to be. Okay, well. So I guess these goblins don't see jack shit. Uh, no, probably see Gertrude walking behind uh, him, Furbo. Okay. No, because Furbo told you, uh, Furby told you to go back. So can I not just spot them and get a sneak attack and? Yeah, you can shoot into them. You can, but I need you guys to roll initiative to see who rolls first. Okay, sure. Well, if they're not actually in combat, yeah, no, would I not get an attack of opportunity because I spied them first? Uh, you know, you're going to be really oh, picky. Oh, you got that one initially. You're going to be really picky <laughs> about two goblins. Well, I got an 18 on the initiative there, so I'm quite happy with that. Cartman yes. rolled twice accidentally and got six full times. doing that lately. Double-clicking, I'm not supposed to. It's amazing you got the same exact one. The game knows. <laughs> okay, Matt, I will let you have one roll of opportunity. Yay! Sure. And you still <laughs> failed. <laughs> yep, no, fair enough. You still failed entirely. So. I stealth? Yeah. No. Mm, no, I don't keep myself. No. Now, yeah, you're well, being very. Is... You, you're asking for a lot. Yeah. It's case, two I goblins. Will, uh, it's not a big deal. And tell the others that they're here. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, you already rolled initiative. Everybody rolled initiative. So I've got to roll for the goblins. And they rolled a four. So it looks like uh, everybody's going to go first except for the goblins. I'm going to let I'm gonna let even Matt go before them. So oh. it's going to be uh, Gertrude, then... Um, then Furby, Vine, Donovan, then the goblins. So, now it's become clear. Um, the goblins are kind of aware of what's going on. They have no clue, though, where an arrow came from, but an arrow flew by, missed them, and now they are on alert. Now, from where they're positioned and where Gertrude's positioned, I don't think they can see Gertrude quite yet um but really does, i mean does gertrude even know that they're there trying to think. oh gertrude yeah um, the the bunnies told her okay the goblins are there okay so, yeah, but that so signaled them somehow okay how would you have signaled them tell me would you have screamed out to them what would you what would you have done uh i would have used the pocket watch to reflect the light coming through the trees directly over to Gertrude to get her attention and obviously uh, Viney oh. shine it right in her eye let's <laughs> uh, do like shiny okay. oh fair okay then alright all right. so what is Gertrude going to do then on her turn using right. stolen um, how far away are they they are it appears to be 25 to 30 feet away 
You can oh, probably make it to one in 25 feet. You can get yeah, to the two. Brilliant. The number two. She's, she's going to kill Aid Man the bushes. We burst our way through them. So the bushes, the bushes are difficult terrain. So what that means is, is they take double the distance um, to go you through. Can't get around it. You, you can, you can, yeah. But you can go through them. They're not dangerous or anything, but they do count as difficult terrain, where it takes. Is that not Gertrude at the, at the foot of the cave? Uh, sorry, at the mouth of the cave. That's Furbolg at the mouth. Yeah. All right. Okay. So you're by the chicken. You're by the chicken. You can. That's me there. Okay. Yeah. Twenty foot. 10 foot you're in range she has 20 he had Gertrude is 25 foot uh, you can get about five you can get five foot away oh no you can't I bet you can get there yeah. it's still difficult going through difficult terrain you can get there you can get there without difficult terrain so I can you get really? there yes and is that close enough to punch one of them yes brilliant let's start the fight then all right all right, so then you swing and you miss. Now, uh, what I could mean is that what kind of what kind of armor class we're talking about here? Now, they 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 have fifteen. They they have the same kind of goblins right, okay. as they did before. Now, what I will say, um, going in rage is a bonus action. So I'm going to give you advice. You can definitely just as a bonus action, not do anything, go into rage, and then you get you know advantage in all your attack rolls so there's that would you like to do that is it advantage in all your attack rolls i thought it was just string checks it it, it, it is it, it's string checks and it does say on the rage um, melee attack rolls does it mm-hmm. yeah so it says here and while ranging you gain the following benefits um you have advantage on strength checks and strength saving throws when you make melee weapon attack um you gain a bonus to the damage roll that increases as you gain levels and uh, as uh, sorry and you gain resistance hold on a second you gain resistance where's the yeah i don't think you you don't is the thing i don't think you do pull it up here hold on i'm pretty sure you don't just get advantage on every roll because there's strength weapons but that's not a strength check or a strength yeah yeah no, that's... that's exactly what it says you said it says you have advantage you have a Jesus, this keeps closing for some reason. There you go. <laughs> I realized I can close it on you. <laughs> we have the same page over here. Have you noticed that? I've been, I've been reading this in broken sentences. It's taking keeps on closing it. I was like, wait. It's now in the chat. Aw, oh, damn it. No. But yeah, I don't see advantage on attack rolls. Not to nitpick, oh, but I don't think that's something you get. Okay. You have advantage on strength checks, strength saving throws. That's not attack rolls, though. Uh, when you make an attack using a strength weapon, you gain a bonus to damage. Yeah, but not to. Okay. All right, well, you would have failed those anyway, so then there you go. So you missed. Gertrude swings and misses the goblins. On to Furby. What is Furby going to do uh, that is invisible? I'm going to see an invisible little Furball come running over. Uh, I mean, are you going to continue on in the cave? or Because you're already almost all the way in the cave where I need to start reading the next part. <laughs> this is true, but they're also in danger. The four goblins from before gave us a truly exceptional amount of trouble. Um, 
Okay, so he's gonna run over and try and... Try and give him a big old smack with a spell. So you try and cast fun... this one? Uh, can I be... Uh, uh, no, okay, never mind. I can't do that without hitting Gershard. I'm just going to hit him with a club. Alright, roll attack. Run over and smack uh, this one with a club. This one right here. Okay. That's oh, 22 to hit. yeah, that definitely hits. Roll your damage. That's nine bludgeoning damage. You, just like what happened last time. <laughs> uh, sadly, because of audio reasons, um, why yeah, we don't have that last was. time. God, what a dickhole yeah, dressed so up last funny. time. <laughs> so, um, there's just literally <laughs> a, JPEG of a giant, a giant furbolg runs into this patch. The, the goblins are surprised, swings this club, and then a goblin just disappears. Uh, and then there's a club wherever the goblin was. Just a blood smear. It just, like, eva he evaporates. He, he gets hit so hard. And he is obviously dead instantly. And with that, because that's an attack roll, uh, you see a seven-foot-tall, grinning furbolg flicker into view. No longer visible. Nice. Insane. Alright. Vine, what is Vine gonna do? He's gonna fire his bow and do a hit. Um you you get dis you get now mm, what is it about half cover? They have half cover, by the way, because of the briar thickets. If he walks round to like um Um where is Deepin sets covered? It's like here. Yeah, it would have worked better. But if you try to fire okay, where you're no, at, I'll do this and I'll fly cover. into the air to hover about 10 feet and then I'll fire my bow. Okay. Mm. Make it more complicated than it needs to be. Good job. Well, yeah, Good job. Then you're doing I'm, great. Then at least I'm firing above the terrain and I'm not getting a terrain debuff then. True. So I'll take the 17th, the uh, longbow, right? Yep. Awesome. Okay. So, uh, You've killed the goblin. Because they actually, it, from what it sees, is they actually cover increases their AC. So half cover would have increased his AC by two, and so you wouldn't have hit. Mm, I see. So I, I think if you equal the AC, though, I think it hits, Still, right? Yeah, no, it beats it, beats it. So it hits. Yeah, it would have hit. Yeah. Because it would have had a plus two to his AC, so he would have had a 17 AC. Uh, with half cover from where you were at. Okay. So, yes, you have killed the goblins. Oh, gosh. All right. So, we're. What, uh. So, what more successful about then, that Yeah, team. I'm gonna, I'm Ooh. gonna start walking into the cave because I can see the other guys are just clearing up the, uh, the mess they've made. And I'm gonna start walking into the cave. <laughs> oh. Uh, or, or you right. know, fly, or just, you know, slowly hover down to the entrance of the cave. Yeah, go from there. All right. Just inside the cave mouth, a few uneven stone steps lead up into a small, dank chamber on the east side. Here, let's go ahead and just get rid of this. Matt. What the fuck is that? Is that a nose? <laughs> I don't know. Is it a penis? Matt, are you putting penises in my game? No. Uh, all right. 
The cave narrows to a steep fissure at the far end and is filled with the stench of animals. Several savage snarls and sounds of rattling chains greet your ears where three wolves are chained up just inside the opening. Each wolf's chain leads to an iron rod driven into the base of slagtite. Now, Matt, are you going to sneak behind the wolves and attack them? I need to ask this now. No, this time... um... (laughs) I, I don't know what you mean. Uh, uh, sure it did. Sure it did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Please stop drawing penises Burby. on my screen. <laughs> Burby can talk to Poppy. Good puppies. I kind of just walk along and be like, mm, tortured souls. <clears throat> no, tor- tortured. Mm, probably not very nice. Mm, I'll stay away. Joe, you know yes. I'm gonna. I'm, I see the doggies. I'm gonna go up to them and try to pet them and see if I can. Uh, do something about that, and I did roll an 18 oh. for animal handling, so... Oh, dead chicken, man. You literally, you rolled an 18. Yeah. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, animal handling, I thought, why not? <laughs> at, at an 18, you see, you come up close to it, you're very welcoming, you stretch out your hand, and, and these wolves whimper a little bit, because they've never seen this kind of comfort before. They've never... They, I mean, they've always been, you know, tortured by goblins, been taught to not attack goblins but attack everything else but they 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 really see a nice warming presence with you and and they just cower up and and just sit they sit like normal nice dogs do and just sit by their chains letting you go to and from this chamber uh with ease okay is there anything of interest in the chamber like have a look around because these dogs aren't gonna bite Um, Now, the only thing really of interest is on the far east side is the fissure natural kip chimney, as you can see on the map there, where um, he is not dead. Put the chicken back. Matt, do I need to literally remove your access to... Uh, <laughs> Matt you, just removed it. If you're literally just going to do... Good Lord, Matt. Um, but there's the natural fissure uh, that leads up to the area... Um, it kind of leads up to an opening. It seems like a little tiny opening that you possibly could fit through. I would say the only person that could really fit through this would be Donovan. It's a really tiny hole, about a foot and a half, maybe two foot, and not even two foot, maybe a foot and a half, okay. maybe a foot, foot and a half in, in diameter. But it's a little tiny hole. Well, then, Paul, you can see on the east end. Upon ex- inspecting this tiny hole, I think I know what could fit in this tiny hole, Squire. A rabbit. <laughs> Donovan. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Donovan does not. Uh, uh, mm, uh, um, Don- Donovan doesn't. Uh, Donovan, you coward. Doesn't go for chicken men, I'm afraid. Um, sorry. <laughs> uh, so is is Vine gonna try and? Uh... Well, go no, Donovan's basically taking it because he's just said, oh, you can fit in this hole. Uh, mm, not too sure about that. Okay, so Donovan's not going to go through the hole? Yeah, we can. I don't know, because he hasn't specifically said what hole. Oh, well, as I was saying, okay, so the, my question is, is Vine going to go through the hole? I didn't ask if Donovan's going through well, the hole. He said, I what is Vine going fit, through the hole? So... Really can't, um, but you could try. You tell me the hole is there, rather than saying just a random hole. Okay, can- Furby can fit in chicken boy hole. <laughs> okay, Furby. Do you, that how about you? How about you help Donovan fit into this hole? I have found in his fissure. Uh, in Donovan fissure? 
yes, funny boy? Just pick him up and, uh, you know, stick him in this hole and he'll be fine. What? Furby, not down for free, so no thanks. <laughs> I mean, I've got to look up the fur, but I'm going to be like, ah, thanks. Viney, what what are you on about? What I mean, none of us want to... Can't you see the fisher? Um, play with your cornhole, shall we say. Wow, mine's in the cut tonight. <laughs> no, come round here, guys. I found a oh. hole in the wall. Um, okay, oh. I'll take a look. Anyone else coming up? Uh, I think everybody's going to stay with the wolves and attempt to tell them. I mean, yeah, they're do- they're docile now at this point. Beast. So yeah, Fletcher knows all about holes and stone walls. You'll have a look. Uh, that Furby let you out. You know he bunny. You know he bird. You know he dwarf. Run, run, no more goblins. Okay, the three of you going up this are going to need to do pass a. Going to need to uh, roll me a athletics check. Oh, athletic! Ooh, you know what? I am not too good at athletics. You're Eighteen for Gertrude. 12. She is athletic as. So Gertrude and Gertrude, like a master, an absolute master rock climber and maneuver, or climbs through, and surprisingly, this hole is just big enough that Gertrude could fit in. How I don't know but is big enough. <laughs> Donovan also struggles a little. I've got the... I'll, I'll clear out the map. Don't worry. All right, sorry. Um, and Donovan gets up to the top of that. Also, surprisingly, the hole was bigger than he thought. It wasn't much of a struggle for him to get through. He gets on through and comes through. Uh, <laughs> Vine, though, um, I want you to roll me a deck save. A deck save? So, mm, mm, just roll a deck. Yep. Yes. Ooh. Oh, thank God. Dirty 20. Oh, you uh, you got a dirty 20. Oh, that hole. You, the, the rock that you grab, because this is a natural fissure, it's a natural chimney, so it's a bunch of loose gravel rock. You grab a rock, and it falls away from your hand. Um, but being an Eric Kokra, I would say that you start tumbling down, but you realize, well, why am I even doing this? And you flap your wings, and you fly away before hitting the ground, obviously. You know, you, you can just be like, why am I even doing this? And you just flap up and land back with the wolves. Um, now, you, though, I would think you would just fly to the hole if you want to, or would you go ahead and just stay with the fur bulk? What are you going to do? But you failed to climb up this rock. So uh, Yeah, I'll, I'll fly up. 20? I'll, let, I'll let Furball play with the wolves. She seems to be enjoying herself. Okay. <clears throat> all right. All right. So, so, the three of you are in the next chamber, and Furbolg is staying with the wolves. Yeah, Furbolg is going to like Furbolg. I can speak to beasts, hmm. and wolves are beasts. I'm telling them, no more goblin, no hunt bird, no hunt rabbit. Not with me. I set you free, and then I go and strike at the chains holding them down to the start of fight. Oh. And point them towards the entrance of the cave so that they can go out. Oh. It's not their fault they've been used for this. Of course, of course. You're breaking up just a little bit on it. Oh, sorry. Right. I'm busting the wolves out of Goblin Jail, basically. Okay, alright. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm... And letting them know. 
I'm not even gonna let you roll for that considering how loose these were and then had you fought them you know they would have been what we've already found out previous that they could yank themselves out of the ground um, so yes the wolves kind of wag their tails a little bit lick your hands you know a little bit as a thank you run out of the cave and go to the woods and are free so now the wolves are free and you guys are on now Furbolg are you going to stay in that chamber I'm going to say you're too big for that hole I'm just going to yeah, say that, was my that Gertrude was think... a stretch for me to say that she could fit through that hole I do not <laughs> think the Furbolg is going to fit so Gertrude does have stone cutting yeah. to her history and stuff I don't know if that you, know can, you could work that in to be helpful now I don't we... think you could widen it quite enough can someone move, like now here's what we... I'm gonna... what's happening up here that's what I was going to say um I'm going to go ahead and, and show this before you start hitting hitting rock wall. Um, I'm going to go ahead and um, just reveal this. Um, in this oh. in this room, oh. this is surprisingly, actually, the final boss room. Sacks and crates of looted provisions are piled up in the south end of this large cave. To the west... The floor slopes toward a narrow opening, the opening you guys just came through. A larger opening leads north down a natural stone steps. The roar of falling water echoes from beyond. In the middle of the cavern, the coals of a large fire smolder. In this room is a bugbear. You don't know his name yet. Obviously, you don't know any, you guys can see his name, but you know your characters don't know his name. A large wolf, larger than the three you just released, lying in the corner, licking a, a gnawing on a bone, and around this fire with the bugbear are two goblins. Now, they do not know you are there. Even after everything, even though Gertrude, I mean, Gertrude kind of climbing up and everything, the roar of the waterfall has made it kind of to where clambering up this has kind of muffled your ascent. Is graceful as fuck, that's why. <laughs> yes, everything about ooh, this, ooh. they do not know you're there. So, but okay. you can see is a very large bugbear. Is it possible, seeing this, that um, how much MacGyvering am I allowed to do here? I just want to add one thing in, in case this is a, like, for how to get for a bulgin room. When you cast Disguise Self, do you just look different, or are you different? Um, well, kind of tell me how like you... if I make myself... You gotta kind of run it by me, like, how you would want to do that. So I have Disguise Self, and I can seem up to three feet shorter and change to to thinner. And if I'm three feet shorter than I am, I'm four feet tall, which is about the same height as the bunny rabbit would be, or the dwarf, and I can make myself thinner. So if that works as be changing my shape rather than just an illusion I would probably be able to fit through the hole okay yeah because as is Furby ain't fitting through <laughs> okay right. but I don't know whether it's an illusion or not uh yeah yeah if you can uh, yeah just, you just cannot not even going to I'd say you can make that work disguise self if you can actually physically make yourself smaller then yeah you can get up there, but... Yeah, regular disguise self is one foot. I have a feature which makes it... Hold on, I don't know if I can show you that. There you go. Three foot, so I can change myself by a lot more. So I figure I'd be able to fit through. But just quickly, Tugan, how much MacGyvering would you let me do here? Um, well, here's the thing. You, what are you wanting to... What are you wanting to do? Like, what do you... Just tell me what you want to do, and I can tell you whether or not it would work. In my equipment, 
I have a flask of oil, quite a fair few ball bearings, and some hemp rope. Can I make a grenade? Let me see. Let me let me see here. Let me look at your stats. My pack is doubled because I have uh, adventurers and apparently thieves as well. For some reason, I'm not too sure if it's meant to do that, but it seemed to do it every time I created a character. What could we use? What could we use? What could we use? What could we use? Do a. A hard sleight of hand roll, and I say hard, it has to be to 15. Mm. No. Can I no. push that anyway? Would you let me? Just for the sake of fun. I mean, a grenade well, would be quite you, nice, it, a bit of AoE damage. Yes, um, but I. If I'm taking some time on it. Ah. Hmm. Uh, because no one knows we're here. I'll let you use if if you guys get spotted. I'll let you guys use. Uh, I'll let you use that as a roll to roll again on a slide of hand. How's that sound? I'll let you take a bonus action. You're trying to remake this grenade, but I'm not gonna let you retry re this grenade. I mean, you keep trying, but you know we're gonna move on to what they're doing while you're continuing to try and make this grenade. Makes sense. Seem fair. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. All right. All right. Well, we are at a point where we would normally stop, but I want to see what are you guys going to do first? What are we going to do before we before we stop this? Uh, I think I'm just going to use the disguise self to get into the room with them. Okay. So everybody is in this room. Oh, well, yeah, bird boy can get yeah, in there. I, can fly. Yeah. I mean, the gap is pretty just and, about uh, big enough for me. So, I mean, if you guys want to, this isn't quite a grenade. But if you guys want to let me go ahead a little bit and stand back, that would be much appreciated when we Go do enter this. She does have that. spells. Okay. Yeah, one in particular. Okay. Can you make fire? Oh, I can do that as well, but th that's not what I'm going to do. Why don't I just chuck do. a flask of oil at one of them then? Yes, you, you could also do that. But, um... This is are we starting the combat or no? No, no, no. no. We'll, wait, we'll wait, leave that for that next session, right? We can. Yeah, we are at a great spot. A great place to stop. Should should we be? We have not started an encounter. Um, I mean, or I mean, okay. unless you guys want to, we can roll for initiative and start where we left off. But that's up to you guys. Well, I think leave it now. I'm gonna roll initiative next time, as then we're starting the whole fight yep. as a new session. All right, uh, all yep. right. Well, we ending this. We are in Clark's cave that's where this is at but you guys don't know his name yet but you know that's that's his name is clark the bugbear um mm. and well you guys are going to start that fight next time hey there my name is soren you can also find me at soren g on twitch and at daily dingus and pick of Cthulhu on tumblr where i will occasionally post art about the campaign hello i am ethan um, if you guys want to find me outside of the podcast, I am actually a Twitch streamer by trade. I play I play variety of games on Twitch. I'm the Red Toucan, but I also upload all of those to YouTube as well, Red Toucan there, and to TikTok, Red Toucan as well. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. 
I go by Captain Hero Man, and you can find me playing video games on Twitch. Thank you very much to Sirenscape for providing most of the sounds you hear in this episode. You can also find us on Twitter at A Pint of Cthulhu. That's at A Pint of Cthulhu. You can also give us a review on your podcast app of choice. Thank you very much, and goodbye.